0: Are you confused about V for V? Then let me clear a couple of things up. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Value for Value podcast. My name is Karen, your host. I am also the host of the Mere Mortals podcast, but this is the one where we look at digital content creators and how they can help connect deeper with their audience and also monetize at the same time. So I will just reiterate that I am live here on a Wednesday at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, if you ever feel like joining me live for these things. And um, I just wanted to talk today about some common misconceptions that I've been seeing. So uh, there's three things that really jump out at me and I wanted to, uh, I suppose, address these and just reiterate why value for value is not these things, because uh, it is easy to get confused because it is a rather confusing subject, but hence why we have this podcast here. So I'm going to go into the first one, which is V for V is all or nothing. And I've kind of seen this a lot of times where people would say, mm, yeah, well, it's not V for V if you're doing advertising, or it's not V for V if you're not doing this portion of the show and uh, connecting the feedback loop and all of these things. Um, I think that's helpful in a very, very, very small regard, but it's very easy to get trapped into, uh, I suppose, like elitism or thinking, okay, this is the way it has to be done. And so there's no doubt it works best if your product or your show optimizes for it, uh, much like it works best for advertising if your show is built around being a show for advertising. If you leave a break in uh, the middle of the show where it's, you know, this is where the ads would fit in or you create it so that you uh, have like a host read at the start or at the end, because, you know, this converts to more sales, this sort of thing. Well, I think value for value is much the same. So this is where uh, you will do the things like acknowledging the people who have supported you and, you know, where do you do this in the show? Well, it doesn't particularly matter um or it maybe it does matter but you can experiment and and try and find that up and so i've come up with a little bit of a spectrum here which i think goes from i suppose the 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 way that you would monetize your show i guess for in the most kind of dispassionate most disconnected way from your audience all the way to probably the most connected which i would say is value for value so it would go something like this you know you would have dynamic, uh, dynamically add, add insertions into your show. So there's just random things popping up midway through your show. Uh, you could have then the host read, and then it would maybe be something like an integrated sponsorship. Then it would maybe be something like it's your own business. So you're providing a a product which you have created directly to your audience so you know all about it then it might be something like the paywall and patreon this is where you're really tipping in over into the listener supporter side of things then it'll be something like buy me a coffee and then probably right at the end you would have value for value and so you could kind of see there well it's 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 sort of a spectrum with value for value the purest form of it being all the way at the end but you can have it anywhere and insert it any any way along this point of things so there's no reason that you can't have an ad supported show as well as being able to to do value for value and so I would actually just recommend checking out any of the Jupiter broadcasting shows because Chris Fisher has been doing this a fair bit you know he has had advertisers for quite a long while with with his different shows but he has also very much embraced the value for value mentality the mindset and he gets it. And he's doing them at the same time. There's no reason that you can't do both. Uh, He probably does it the most smoothly out of any of the shows I've seen, which has advertising and there's many examples of, of others where they will have it enabled perhaps, um, but they, they don't really talk about it so much. And this would be some of the large Bitcoin podcasts, for example, because this is getting on to the second point uh, of why V4V is, is not Bitcoin uh, that you can kind of see they have it enabled. You can send them messages. You can boost them in money directly to the show, but they, they never talk about it. They never acknowledge it. And so this is where, you know, you can still say that it's value for value. Are they optimizing for it? Is it the perhaps best experience like we've talked about with the feedback loops, like we've talked about connecting with your audience? like we've talked about why it is such a special feeling no obviously not and obviously the the gains that they will get for that is not as strong as it is when you uh acknowledge a boostergram and things like this um so yeah i would just say you know value for value it's not all or nothing you don't have to be a hundred percent gung-ho about it you don't have to be a hundred percent this is the only way that it's done you have to do the feedback like you have to read out my messages that sort of thing no it's it's it, very much an optional point but it is not um it's not like you have to completely radically alter your whole show for example if you found out about this concept and you want to try it out but you are you're kind of like oh but i, I don't want to do a a, a segment where i i talk about the the listeners or i don't want to read out emails i don't want to do all of these things it's like okay that's that's fine you can just experiment with it have it in the background and you can do other things at the same time so that's probably the the first misconception i wanted to talk about which uh, i mentioned bitcoin and this leads us onto the next one which is value for value is not bitcoin now i can kind of get this one why people might think this because Uh, a lot of people were introduced to Value for Value via the payment mechanism, Uh, this being the Lightning Network and being able to give and receive Satoshis directly within the podcasting apps because of this whole ecosystem that has grown up from it. And uh, if you want to know more about that, go back to any of the um aspects of i suppose like this whole season to be honest like episode 42 the emergence of podcasting 2.0 or the micro payments in the episode after that the boostergrams you know there's uh episode 44 there's there's quite a few ones there if you want to jump back into those i think uh, it's good to go back to especially that micro payments episode because you could hear me talk about in that episode how this is not just related to bitcoin the protocol allows any cryptocurrency to be used and even fiat um, if you really wanted to but it's more just are people building on that do people actually want to use it this way and so we can see okay the adoption is very much for bitcoin but there's no reason it can't be other things and so uh there's this therefore doesn't mean that value for value is Bitcoin. Like it own it, it, it's only value for value if, if um, someone sends through a payment in Bitcoin. Wrong. Uh, we can see this with No Agenda. You know, once again, the people who Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak, who created the value for value model, they were doing it through PayPal forever, for ages, and they were even even using cash. For example, they would they would give a uh, an address where you could send in a cash donation if you wanted to. So and people would do that so we can definitely see all right it's not just bitcoin unless a variation of this i i I think is also just focusing too much on the money aspect of it you know remember value for value is time talent and treasure so the time and talent are are pretty big aspects of this and it is very very I, i suppose important to to realize like you know the money side of things is great but there's also all of these other aspects of people being able to help you of you know if you wanted say you wanted you know your, your v for v your all or nothing in and your v for v all or nothing bitcoin in you know what's the best way to actually get more people sending stuff in well it's probably for them to actually be sharing about the show as well to their friends it's probably of creating a better product by them helping you out with a talent that they have that you don't have and so this is where you can see, you know, if you if you focus on the the money aspect of it too much, you, you're you're going to leave actually, funnily enough, a lot of money on the table because your show won't uh, be as popular because it won't grow because you won't have this, uh, you know, people helping you out voluntarily for to to creating it uh, a better product. And then I, I think also along this vein, all along this kind of V for V as Bitcoin sort of vein is it's also not podcasting two so. If you want to highlight one app or one method of people supporting you exclusively, I think that's probably the wrong way to go about it. Preferentially is probably, I, I think that's okay. You know, If you're giving advice saying, for example, for this show, uh, I usually just recommend any of the podcasting 2.0 apps, or I recommend going to slash support, because there I have a full description of how you can do it. In, in basically any of the the various different ways, and that, I think that's okay, but I'm not gonna ever just exclusively say like now uh, here's one one hip thing I hear, for example, all the time uh, fountain, go to fountain and you know send uh, do do value for value through there as if that's the only one that you can do. and yeah, I think that's that's probably the wrong wrong way to go about it because things change over time, and uh, this is where it's like uh, unless you're keeping on top of it constantly and consistently, it's probably going to change. And then, you know, if you're still repeating, you know, value for value is only done through through Fountain and then Fountain goes down, their servers break, the, um, you know, the developers decide they want to move on to something different or they do something with the app that you don't enjoy or your show gets kicked off of there. You know, for example, they could do that if they wanted to, that it's their uh, application. They they get to choose what is, is and isn't on there, um, you know, then then you might be just <laughs> have dug yourself a hole, which is is hard for your audience to know, oh, there's other options to help support this show. So that was the, the second common misconception I, I really see kind of being touted around that value for value is only done through Bitcoin. This is incorrect. And then the last one is that I guess that people won't give me money voluntarily. So this is kind of a and I, well, it's, it's, I guess the misconception is value for value doesn't work, you know, um, that's, that's probably the biggest one <laughs> to be honest. Uh, and you can kind of see this where, uh, it requires a, I suppose, a lot of trust from your audience and you have to involve yourself with them. So if there's no connection to your audience, to your listeners, um, you won't get your a thousand true fans. You won't get, uh, that that aspect of being able to support yourself, um, in, in perhaps a, a more full-time manner from that, which is okay. Maybe you don't want that, you know, probably another misconception is that value for values for everyone. I, I, d- I don't think that's true. I think a, l- a lot of people wouldn't find it, uh, on this 1000 true fans, uh, topic. So this is a, a idea, I guess, created by Kevin Kelly, uh, quite a few years ago. And it was basically just saying, you know, if you are a creator of some sort, and this is not related to podcasting, this was probably more actually aimed at artists or writers or things like this. He was saying, if you find a thousand people who are willing to send you, you know, $10 a month, that is $10,000 a month. That is, you know, 12, what's that? 120,000 over a year that is more than enough to support your lifestyle, to support you being able to live in the world and create things. So, so really you only need to find a thousand people who are willing to give you $10 a month, or you could even, you know, make it less than that if, you're, if they're willing, you know, $5 a month, that's still 60 grand a year. That's, that's still enough to live on. And so this is where he he was saying, you know, the, the thing with this though, is you have to be deeply connected with these fans. Because people won't just voluntarily give up five or $10 a month if they're not getting something out of it. And so how do you connect deeper with those fans? Well, you you have to kind of be in there interacting with them. You have to go the extra distance to call them out, to acknowledge them, to thank them. So it's very much a value for value concept. And he was just saying, you know, a lot of people don't want this. A lot of people just want to focus on their art, their creation of music or a podcast or a book or whatever it is. And they don't want to actually dive into the trenches of building a community of interacting directly one-on-one. That's not their skill suit. They don't enjoy doing that. Uh, they, you know, they would prefer that to have that as a, as a distance, um, a la Joe Rogan, for example, he, he very rarely interacts directly with his audience. And this is where you can go, okay, you know, that's, that's fine. You know, value for value is, is not, not for everyone. And this, I guess is also that if you don't think it works there, there is a kind of psychology behind this. Um, and this is where you can go, I, you know, I can expect it to work without asking, for example, people will just do it. Well, nothing functions like that. Why, why would this, you know, if you don't ask for help from people, They're probably not going to do it. Almost certainly not going to do it, unless you get to a ridiculous, ridiculous level, and you can just put up a donation link on your Twitter or something like that, and then then it will happen. But there was this guy, for example, it was a it was a year ago. I can't remember his name. It's probably not worth repeating. And he was on Twitter and he was complaining about this. He was saying, you know, value for value doesn't work. I tried it out for, um, you know three weeks or something like this and my you know th- your audience is ingrateful they're not going to send you money vol- voluntarily you you have to basically like force it out of them you have to wring it out of them like they're a a wet towel and <laughs> and really apply pressure and you have to do this via pay paywalls you have to do this by pri- providing extra content behind a paywall which only then are they willing to do it and this sort of thing and what you notice about that is it, probably he didn't try with with the intent of of really going at it doing it over 3 weeks you're unlikely to to start establishing the it takes time to to really get people in the habit of of helping to support you of acknowledging and understanding why this is important and honestly i just thought he was probably a little bit cynical about humanity this very zero sum ideas of uh, i've got to get my piece thinking or mentality whereas value for value is very much more a you know it's not a non-zero-sum game if if you provide something people will send you money and they will feel good about it and it will you know expand the the pie rather than you having to kind of steal it from other people it's it's kind of it's kind of a feeling like ah i need to get that money out of my audience to to just you know grab it from them and that requires a bit of force because there's only a certain amount of money in the world and i think i think that sort of mentality if if that is the way that you think you're, you're not going to do well with value for value and, and this is where value for value is, is probably not not suited for you my last little one here was a story i had of um it depends on what type of fans and people that you attract as well and that you want to attract and so uh, there was this, uh, I've, I've told you stories before about how, when I was first podcasting, I was connecting with other podcasters. I was sending them messages via Instagram. I was leaving them nice, nice reviews of their podcast on iTunes because, you know, when you, that's what se- people seem to want, even though it doesn't really do anything. And what was happening was that uh, I, w- I would listen to the podcast, but i even if I didn't particularly enjoy it, I would still leave a nice review. I would still find something nice to say about it. You know, is that ethical? I've, I don't know if, uh, I look at it more now and I'm like, eh, it was kind of like a little bit, I probably should have just, if I didn't like that one, just, just pass on and move on, but whatever, that was just the way I do things. And I'm like, an I'm an optimistic person. I like to, to, to say nice things yeah, or, you know, even if the whole thing is bad. I, I try and focus on the positive. I, I don't like saying. I don't like being mean. <laughs> anyway, there was this podcast which was all about kind of Jeffrey Epstein, and uh, you know, this was back in 2020 or perhaps even 2019. And so Jeffrey Epstein was a was a big. Uh, it was not as big a scandal as it was when it first came out, but it was still just like you know, this guy's a pedophile. This guy's blah blah blah. And it was this podcast of these two women. And they were very bitter. They were, they were very kind of cynical, snarky, sarcastic. Um, seemed to have had a relatively popular show, um, just from the, the meager things that I could see about it. Uh, and uh, I left a review and I just let them know about that. It was like, uh, you know, hey girls, uh, enjoyed this aspect of your podcast. Uh, you know, kudos, keep going at it. <laughs> and the response I got back was did you just call us girls uh, and I was like yes and then they just send me a link to something about saying how referring to women as girls is um, uh, misogynistic because the patriarchy or something <laughs> and I just went like Jesus Christ if this is how you interact with someone who's uh, trying to be nice to you would you know what what kind of reactions are you going to get if you want those people to to help you out in the future and the, the obvious answer is people like me would would go these what how like how ingrateful can you be <laughs> how rude can you be and so this is definitely a show where it's like okay they should probably not be doing value for value because they obviously don't have the uh you know requisite uh, what would I call it? Portion of humanity, the 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 thinking that is required, the appreciation that is required of your audience to to do something like that, and so you know, would value for value work with them? I and and the type of people that are probably attracted to that show, um, I I would probably say no, and so that is where it's like, okay, is value for value? Everyone is value for value going to work for everyone? Probably not. It's probably best that they find some other way of um, of supporting themselves. So yeah, those were probably the, the three misconceptions that I, I see the most popping up. Value for value is, uh, is all or nothing. I think that's incorrect. Value for value is only Bitcoin. That is definitely incorrect. And value for value is going to work for everyone or it won't work. Value for value doesn't work. Incorrect. It, it does work, but you do have to have the right mentality for it and the right, uh, I suppose... Portion of thinking of, of, of how you can do this. So, yep, those are some misconceptions cleared up. Bam, bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. And, um, oh, I probably shouldn't say ma'am, should I? <laughs> and uh, uh, so, that is it uh, for, for today's topic. Let's um, jump on to some Boostergrams from last week. So, Mr. Adam Curry, please take it away. Welcome to the Value for Value boostergram. Okay. So last week was a, was a great week. Um, I really enjoyed doing that episode, which I also recorded with the video. And, um, uh, I, you know, it was a good reaction from that one, one thing I, I, I do want to acknowledge and thank just before I get into the people who, who sent in some booster was I, I'm not great at social media. I don't enjoy spending my time hanging out there. It's very much for me, a kind of promotional activity. I put it out there, I blast it out and if people comment and reply, that's awesome. I will try and get to that, but it's not, it's not a place I voluntarily go. And so, you know, it's very, very much appreciated to everyone who shared the link to, um, to yeah, to do that kind of work for me, because I'm, I'm not going to build up a, a hundred thousand, a million follower base or anything, because I just don't use them that way. I'm not going to create something that people find that interesting. It is going to be pretty much a, a like an informational alert system. Hey, I'm going live or, Hey, I've done this thing. Check it out if you want to. So very much, very much appreciated to, to everyone who, who kind of did that work for me, you know, talking about time and talent, uh, of, of sharing the show and, and doing that S- super, super appreciated. Uh, I even got a, um, a comment from void zero on, on the YouTube video, which is super cool. So, um, that's, it's just interacting with these people I've heard about and, and never, had the chance to interact with directly. So super, super cool. Uh, let's get into some value for value and some boosts. And these were actually coming through live. I can't remember if I mentioned them at the time. So um, I think I did. But uh, Booberry, he sent in two, which uh, one was seventeen seventy seventy six. 76. So I guess that's like a big Liberty boost. Uh, and he was saying splits for life. Yes, 100%. And he said, is there a chat room with another 8888? Um and once again, no, not as of this exact moment. Something I gotta work on. Uh I've, yeah, I've had a big week and I've um I've got some uh family stuff going on as well, which uh which uh needs addressing. So yeah, that'll um that's taken up my time. I've got another one here from Anonymous, and he's saying the chapter images really help with the explanations. 3,333 sat sent using Podverse. Thank you very much, Mr. Anonymous. If you want your name, highlighted and I, I put all of these on the mere models podcast.com support website as well we we have a big list of there of everyone and um anonymous ones get chucked into the mere um the the kind of representation of all the unnamed people who help support us so just a recommendation if you do want um uh, a, a call out in particular please please uh, let me know and i, and I will do that but um, yeah, um, the chapter images, I, I that's why I do them. I I, th- I think it was definitely for that type of episode, which is a, a how-to one, is worth checking out. And so if you are listening just by now, I would recommend uh, getting a podcasting app where you can see the images because I do put things in. These, the one for this episode is probably slightly less helpful, but um, once coming up in the future, I'm going to do a one on statistics next episode. And so that's gonna have all sorts of graphs, all sorts of things. That's definitely one where you want to have um, a a podcasting app where you see chapped images. I could recommend Fountain definitely, and Breeze definitely, Podverse is pretty good. And I think Castomatic, I haven't actually checked that out, but those, those ones are pretty solid. And then the final one here, the big baller boost for this week was Nick. So Nick Molster from Fountain. And he says, great tutorial, Karen. You're always so quick to start exploring the new developments within Podcasting 2.0 and your educational content is incredibly important for sharing it with others in a way that's easy to understand. For anyone listening, I highly recommend watching the video on YouTube too. And then he sent a big 20,000 sats with his own app of Fountain. So yeah, thank you very much, Nick. Um, I, I do, yeah, this is one of those shows where I wouldn't say I do content which is non-evergreen that often uh, I would prefer to talk about things which you could come back to five ten years later but this is one where it's like yeah this is worth people need to to know about why this is important so um, yeah I am willing to put in the the kind of groundwork and and keep on top of these things so um, I do appreciate that and the link for the youtube video i'll put it in the show notes as well but it'll be in the um the chapter chapter links once again another good reason to um to get a podcasting 2.0 app so that were the the boost for this week. Thank you very much, everyone. Once again, this is going to help support this show, help support the the hosting costs of this, um, and is also being uh, accumulated with the Mere Models uh, podcast, you know, brand. I guess. And so, for everyone, if you reach a hundred thousand limit, we we send you a Mere Model shirt. So uh, I think Nick will be getting. Uh, I'm not sure how close he would be. He's probably about halfway there now. I think so. Yep, just a recommendation as well. A little incentive there for you to um, to boost in a little bit more. And um, once again, I, re- I really do appreciate that. And I, r- I really would just recommend that. You know, I, will, I was proud of that episode about the value for value music. So, um, and the and the kind of how to and and how to access it for both musicians and for listeners. So, would definitely just recommend um, sharing that on with someone if if you think this is, this would be useful for them. So that is the Boostergram Lounge for this week. Thank you very much. Uh, my tips section, this one's not a too solid one. Um, it's it's kind of just like, this is all subjective. It's just like, there's no hard and fast rules with value for value. There's no mm, code of, you know, written t- in the tablet of Solomon or of or the, the tablet of Al- Adam Curry and JCD. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing like that. It's, there's, there's, a lot of information and I'll get onto one of those in, in a second, but at, you know, this show as well, this is, it's one of those moving things, which is not that it's, it's so easy to, to grasp in a simple manner. You know, I provide value and then you provide it back. What's what can be simpler than that? But the nuances, the details, the misconceptions, all of that sort of thing. You know, if if you've got something wrong, if you've heard hear someone else saying something wrong, it's like it's okay. It's it's just this is this is a natural order of things, and you just got to get used to it and um and just try and educate as as best as you can. And in talking about education, so for my app or service highlight this week, uh, I would recommend checking out valueforvalue.info. So there's a website I believe created by Adam Curry, and it's got a lot of uh, interesting information here on the value for value philosophy. And I would just say, this is a great website for those who prefer text because it's it's all pretty much um, text-based. It's got, you know, pieces written by different people. It's got, you know, the rough numbers, it's got the philosophy, it's got some guides from uh, Podverse Fountain and Podcast Index. It's got how you can contribute to, uh, learning more about value for value, about podcasting 2.0, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I would just recommend checking out that if you are, or if you know someone who is more of a, a learner via the text method of reading rather than listening, which, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not great at writing things out, which is why I do podcasting. And so this is just a a great thing for those who perhaps would not get uh, much benefit from, from my show, from an audio one but they would get something uh, text-based, you know, go to value, value, for value dot info with the number four uh, being being in there. And yeah, would just recommend that. And then finally, Value for Value, my last segment here where I give 15% to someone who I think is worthy of, um, of, of a call out. And it's gonna be maybe an unexpected one this week. And I'm going to send 15% to comic strip blogger, CSB and this guy so for those who don't know who comic strip blogger is he has been following no agenda the you know adam curry's stuff for a long long time and this guy is just so consistent with his support every week and it's not just the consistency it's the the highlighting of it of of making sure it actually goes through of uh, you know, on the podcasting 2.0 show, he's the delimiter because he comes in every single week. You know, with the same amount, or ha- even increases the amount over time, with a long, detailed, thought-out message. And just from my, you know, random interactions with him, I don't, I don't know him. Um, I've have barely interacted with him. But what I would just say is, you know, he always seems to be out and about trying to help educate other people. And promoting value for value, several of my points today were either surfaced or influenced by him the the one about um which one was it the the bitcoin one you know he was he brought this up on the Mastodon chat not too long ago, which helped give me the idea for this episode so I do just want to acknowledge people who are doing great things for, for value for value and, uh, helping to educate and promote. And I, I think he's um, definitely worthy of a, a call out and some recognition. So, uh, 15% of today's episode goes to comic strip blogger. And, um, I thank him very much for, for his work and, and everything that he's doing, and I'm going to leave it there for today. Thank you everyone for joining the value for value show. You might've heard like, I'm a little bit sick this week. I was at a wedding all last all last uh from Thursday till Monday, so it has been a a very very um, big long stressful uh, week for me. So um, this was a bit of a shorter episode and one which was just um kind of a, a, an ease in back <laughs> back after a a pretty hectic time for me. So uh, I do want to just thank everyone. Value for value, what is the best thing that you could do? For me, um, you know what it would be for this week is just, you know, help educate and 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 let another podcaster know about value for value. So, you can do this by, uh, uh, you know, sending them a message directly, asking them if there is a way to help support them directly. You know, if they are do have a Patreon and PayPal, you can maybe say, oh, I, I don't like using that way. Is there a way of doing it, you know, through a direct comp- contribution to a PayPal account or, you know, just maybe if you think it's it's worthwhile um, and if you think the ideas would be amenable to them, moving them on that scale that I provided further away from perhaps the advertising and more to the, the full value for value end or, or some some small highlights or something like that but yeah I, I definitely think that value for value does work for a lot of people will work for a lot of podcasters and other digital content creators and um yeah i i just the the more people that know about it who get to experience it i think the the better it is for for everyone because it is definitely i think the uh, the more ethical way of uh, of creating a show at least personally so I'm going to leave it there for today. Thank you, everyone, for joining in. As I mentioned, next week's episode is all going to be about statistics and some stats. This will be from podcasting hosting companies. This will be about uh, how much value was actually flowing through the value for value method using Bitcoin with the way that we can actually see it. So, um, yeah, definitely one to to keep an eye out on for next week. So until then, ciao for now. Kyron out.